Hello, this is Shiho. This show is read out loud version of coronavirus update from the Washington Post. Today is August 18th. Here is the latest. One of the largest public universities to r extensive on-campus teaching abandoned its efforts after just one week. The University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill rapidly provide, uh, pivoted to online learning Monday after three residence halls and a fraternity, a fraternity house reported clusters of coronavirus cases. We have tried to make this work, but it is not working, UNC Dean of Public Health Barbara A.K. Reimer said. A sense of frustration and uncertainty is reaching a fever pitch as K-12 students across the United States return to class, some in person, some online. A recent Washington Post Scholar School poll found 50% of working parents said it would be harder or impossible to do their job if their children's schools only provide online instruction this fall. And a stunning number of kids are locked out of their virtual classes because they lack high-speed internet access at home, something educators have long seen as essential for students. FCC Commissioner Jessica Rosenworth called the issue a national crisis and accused the commission of ignoring the problem. As Democrats prepare for a virtual national convention starting tonight, one in six Republicans worried about contracting the coronavirus say they plan to vote for former Vice President Joe Biden in November. A new Washington Post ABC News poll found that Biden leads President Trump by 12% terrible percentage points amid continuing disapproval of the president's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. Hispanic or Latina mothers have made up nearly half of the coronavirus cases among pregnant women since, last, uh, since late January, according to data collected by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Tolly Elliott, the chief medical officer at healthcare nonprofit Mary's Center, said the figures may reflect the actual burden of the disease within the Latino community, which has struggled to access testing. Jeffrey A. Fowler, our technology columnist, usually warns people away from apps that track them. This time, he is actually recommending people install one, a COVID tracking app that uses Bluetooth wireless signals to alert you when you have been in proximity to someone who tested positive. To really discover the potential of this tech, lots of, lots of us would need to use it. You have not got much to lose, and there's a lot we could code again, we, he wrote. Around the world, some countries are facing new outbreaks. COVID-19 cases are rising in Italy, and the country responded by imposing its first new restrictions since coming out of lockdown nearly four months ago. Italy ordered the closure of all nightclubs and mandate, mandated mask wearing in areas with nightlife. South Korea reported its highest case jump in month, with an outbreak linked back to a church in Seoul. And in New Zealand, the September 19th general election has been postponed for four weeks as a new wave sets back the country's recovery. Other important news. Blocking the uh, counting of mail in ballots in November could help Trump steal ele the election, experts warn. Senate Democrats have called on 
USPS Governing Board to undo recent mail changes and remove its postmaster general if necessary. Trump says he's stopping evictions. Here's why they are still happening. There is no way to spin that, Senate Mitt Romney, R. Utah, this weekend offered rare Republican criticism of the Trump administration's coronavirus response. Here are five ways holiday shopping will change this year during the pandemic from Black Friday to parking lot pop-ups. Your questions answered. If anyone looking into the possibility of com commercial carriers, UBS, FedEx, DHL, etc., extending, modifying, adding to their current contracts with the U.S. Postal Service to assess them with mail or package or prescriptions, etc., deliveries during this funding crisis, Edward in Arizona. A quick re recap of the USPS debacle. Debacle, debacle before we get Edward a question. The U.S. Postal Service, which actually supports itself through its own profits rather than taxpayer funding, has been having financial troubles for years. Its, its income shortage worsened during the pandemic because demand dropped for highly profitable personal and marketing mail, even as the agency was required to handle packages. These problems become a full-blown crisis this summer after a new Postmaster General ordered cost-saving measures that delayed deliveries across the country. Then, last week, the Post broke news that the USPS has warned 46 states it might not be able to deliver absentee ballots on time for November's election, when millions of Americans are expected to vote by mail for the first time because of the pandemic. Congressional Democrats have proposed billions of dollars in emergency funding to shore up the post office, but Trump has vowed, vowed to block the money because he said he wants to restrict mail in voting. With no help from Congress or the White House in sight, Edward asks if private delivery companies can step in and save the post office. Don't count on it. One potential problem was asking FedEx, UPS, and such to take the post office package as these companies already rely on the USPS to deliver many of theirs. The centuries-old public mail network touches homes and businesses, businesses almost everywhere in the United States, including locations too expensive for private companies to bother with. So for-profit carriers often simply drop their packages off at a post office and pay USPS to deliver them the last mile, asking these companies to re re reverse course and handle, to handle the post office's success would be a bit like asking the river to do the dam's work. With the crash of mail ballots looming, a tweet went viral last week suggesting that private carriers simply deliver those too. You will overnight become the most beloved and respected organization in America, David Ruth Ruskoff wrote, but in another sign that the companies have little interest in getting involved in the crisis, they quickly threw cold water on the idea. U.S. election, absent, US election absentee and mail-in ballots are predominantly handled by the U.S. Postal Service, a FedEx spokesman said adding that the company already accepts some individual ballots, 
we had suggested speaking with state authorities who sent the, who set the rules to see if they will accept a ballot if delivered by a private express carrier, said the UPS flock. Amazon, whose chief executive Jeff Bezos owns this newspaper, didn't even respond to our questions. They are not wrong either. Many states and localities have regulations barring private entities from the transporting ballots. Even if they could, election experts worry that turning to the private sector so soon before an election could create more problems than solutions. Today's top reads. Find more stories, analysis, and op-eds about the outbreak on our coronavirus page, including Trump says mail-in voting could be catastrophic. Here's how other countries do it. A teacher made a spreadsheet tracking COVID-19 in school. She has more than 700 entries. They say to hire more coronavirus contract traces, tracers as numbers plateau across region. Facing unmasked diners and sick colleague, colleagues, restaurant workers worry about safety and their livelihoods. Tracing Trump's poster service obsession, obsession from loser to scam to leaked election. We could control the coronavirus by winter if we start using rapid tests. What it's like to be a flight attendant during the pandemic. Wartime doctors but battling COVID-19 rush to treat the ill, but without knowing what we really works. If college football players have complicating from coronavirus, expect lawsuits to follow. We think you will like this newsletter. Check out Fact Checker for a weekly review of what, what's true, false or in between in politics from the post-famous fact-checking team. Count the, pin count the Pinocchio's sign up. Thank you for listening from the Washington Post.